3: We're talking a little old school when fifty
4: hits. Ah, uh, yes, the old school baseball memories. We're gonna share some stupid, ridiculous, funny stories, uh, and you guys are in on that. Like again at eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. But right now we got we got to see what teams we have in this bet we've made. Yeah, oh, Ramos, the perfect music.
5: That music brings back such great memories.
4: I feel like a little kid again, Danny Twib K. notes, <laughs> Twib notes. Oh yeah! All right, so we picked five teams each out of a hat. Ramos, Danny G, Dan Byer, Spot, Cavino, and myself, and baseball. Whatever team wins the World Series, that guy—if you have that team—at the end of the season, you'll win a nice little pot of money. All right. The team and with the, the loser. The, How about the yeah, loser? The the guy that has the team with the worst record in baseball has to wear Crocs for a week to work.
3: Is that everybody okay with that though? Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. Yeah, mess. Do Double in the gap. They go back up four three. Yeah, baby. Byers, like, let's do it because he he rocks Crocs at home anyway. Yeah, that is not true. (laughs) (laughs) In size 10, (laughs) what are you guys talking about? Jeez, come on. All right, so we got to buy you special ones if you lose. All right, so I'll go first. first. I'll go first. Here are my teams. These are my picks. You want to go one at a time or all five? What do we know? I'll do all Uh, five. Covino, all five. All five, good. All right, I got the Diamondbacks. Boo, okay. Okay. Take on your Dodgers tonight. Uh, right,
5: yeah, yep. and yeah, and I got
3: oh, I got the Yankees, baby! Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.
5: hashtag rigged. I got the Yankees. Oh,
3: Gross. I got the Padres, too, oh, yeah, wow. wow, man, they got a squad. All right, you're my guy, Matt Carpenter, on there. Um, I got the White Sox, okay, Not and bad. my last team here, the Pirates, who again. Just let the Reds into the game. Oh, maybe you'll get the bottom prize, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe
4: know. you'll get money and cross. <laughs> oh, wow. Top yeah. and bottom. All right, yeah. me, uh, All right Rich, whoa. reveal your five. Ooh, the boss who's a Twins fan will like this. Minnesota, baby. Uh, I got the Twinnies right. uh, with their fresh new uniforms. I got the A's. <laughs>
6: okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. What's up, Oakland?
4: Uh, I got the Royals. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. What is going on here? So I got the Twins, A's, Royals. I got the Cardinals. Okay. Okay, they they can win that Central Division. The Cards and my last team. Oh, gross! I got the Braves. It's a good one, but I hate the Braves. <laughs> so I got the Braves and Cards. Those are good ones. You got the Yankees and Pods.
3: I know. I got some good picks, man. All right. All right. Uh, Spotty, wanna go? Sure. All right. What does Spot have? Twin M- notes.
7: Mariners. Not bad. They had sure. a good season last year. Phillies. Ooh. Oh,
4: wow. Okay.
5: Two good Here picks. We go. uh go. Astros. Wow. wow. Yes. I've got three good teams. Giants.
3: Wow. Yes, <laughs> and you might
5: wear Crocs. Tigers. Okay. Tigers, okay. okay. But we all got a couple. You got three good teams, though, man. Yeah. Who wants to go next?
8: Uh, let's have Bayer go next. All right. I'll, uh, I've got uh, the Angels. Oh. All right. Oh. Otani in the house. The uh, Marlins. Uh. Oh, Rangers. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Guardians. Mm. Oh, they're mm. these. And the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh bastard. Oh, Dodgers Dodgers.
4: Yo, Dan Byers got both LA
9: teams. All right, uh, Ramos, you go, buddy. Okay, we got uh oh, Dan Byers Brewers. Ooh. Ooh. I like the Brewers. Uh the Blue Jays. Oh, that's okay. a good one. The Boston Red Sox. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The New York Metropolitan. There you go. Sorry, Ramos. And last but not least, the Washington Nationals.
3: A
4: croc,
9: uh, that could be a croc yeah. adventure. We should have a croc watch
3: throughout <laughs> the season.
4: Yes! Croc, you know, like, who's- croc watch, the uh, the Tigers are 4 19. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Danny G, rounded out. I'm guessing uh, who, who's still left.
5: All right, I'm gonna call them the Devil Rays based on their uniforms today. Yeah, yeah, rocking the jerseys. Yeah, nice hats. All right, and then let's see, the Reds. Okay, mm. oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I got the cubbies. Cubs. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, right. Right. Are they still rebuilding? So, sounds like <laughs> they won't be Watch. watch. So. <laughs> <Cribuch. laughs> Orioles. Oh okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Can I get one uh, favorite here? <laughs> I believe the, Rocky, are the Rockies left. I got yeah. the yeah, Rockies. The Rockies. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Jesus, guys. You're about
3: to just put
4: those I'm crocs s- on I'm
5: now, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm get size 11. With, just, just, day one, so we're going to
3: buy some bright orange uh,
5: crocs for Danny G, I think. Perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just get them now. It's size 11.
3: All right. All right. Hey, we,
4: we did say, since it is opening day, a little extra focus on baseball today. So, your favorite baseball stadium memories. Um, Any come to mind for you guys? Yeah, I got got a
3: few. I'll kick it off. and I'll try to make them snappy. But um, I was at a game one time with my buddy, Sean, the lawyer who listens to our show. We're there at Yankee stadium and you know, you're buzzing, having fun. And I can't even believe this happened looking back, but I was there. I was there. You may have seen the highlights before, but we were at the game, and a dude fell over the top tier. What? Over the top tier, <laughs> and it's almost like a weird dream. But I, but Sean will confirm it. We were at the game. Dude fell over the top tier into the netting, into the. netting. I remember oh, the highlight yeah. You ever see the clip with a guy like climbing back into the into the? I was there for that, so something I'll never forget. Net. Middle of the game, the guy falls out of the upper deck yeah. into the net, into the net. Not hurt. Yeah, it was but so like, wild. What? Whoa! People were handing him their their fishing scoops just to help them out. You know what I mean? You've probably seen the highlight. I was there for that. Um, I don't know if there's a highlight for this, maybe a low light, but I was there for it. My Uncle Angel climbed the foul pole at the old Yankee Stadium, and I remember being a little kid mortified. Like, what is Angel doing? Did he get arrested? That's when I started realizing my uncles are out of their minds. You know, like, did Uncle Angel have too much to drink? What is going on? <laughs> I just I, I just remember like people trying to pull him down, security came. He was climbing, you know the like the wire netting part of the foul pole? He was like halfway up. He might have been more level. than he might have been more than drinking. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it so, was
5: the eighties, right? Legendary
3: story. <laughs> 80s, you know, Uncle Angel making baseball history. Uh, so those are two stories that stand out to me. And, and one I mentioned here, and I'll make it snappy. I mentioned it here on the show before, but I remember being stuck in traffic on the way home. And, you know, we're wearing our little, little kid T-shirts, and we're all pumped about the game. And we're stuck in traffic, and we look over to the left, and Don Matting was in traffic next to us didn't and you say it was a gold mercedes he was in a gold mercedes and as a little kid it was a made of gold mercedes right <laughs> yeah. like,
5: oh my god don mattingly so yeah. we had
3: a flip out like don
5: mattingly your dad you... didn't believe and you my right? yeah. and my
3: dad did not turn around he didn't believe us and then he finally turned around and then he's like, hey, Don. And he let Don Mattingly cut us in traffic after a game one time when wow. we were kids. So wow.
4: those are uh, three quick memories I'll share with you. Um, I, have, I have a couple doozies. Again, we're, we're doing snappy stories, quick stories, ballpark memories. When I was a little kid, my first Mets game, I remember uh, – Getting so upset because I thought everyone was booing Mookie Wilson. Yeah. But when Mookie Wilson would bat, everyone would go, moo! Oh, it's like anyone who's uh, whose name is Lou. Right? Yeah. Sweet I was Lou. like, oh, I started crying. My I was five, four or five years old. And I was like, why do they not like Mookie Wilson? And they're like, no, Richie, they're saying moo. So that was like my first game. Kavino saw me humiliated once. So I've seen humiliated a few times. I'm watching a Mets game, like maybe five, ten years ago. (laughs) Ramos, like ten years ago, I'm watching a Mets game, and you know how every stadium has their guys, like a famous fan. There was a guy that I never heard of before, and I watch the Mets every day. And Gary Keith and Ron were like, "There he is, Pin Man." It was a dude that his whole shirt and hat covered head-to-toe in pins, like,
3: you know, like little metal pins. You know, every every stadium has their, like, random celebrity guy, like Clipper Darrell or Freddie Says at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I'm sure there's a Dodgers guy. The, so, I was like, you know, I never really heard of this guy, but they're showing him love on SNY. Pin Man was like, the, they were trying to tout
4: this guy as the next, like, Mets dude. So, I, they have Cal Bell guy. He's well-known. Yeah, he's the guy. So, I go to the Mets game the next day, and coincidentally, I'm going through the concession, getting a drink and a hot dog. And I'm like, oh, there he is, Pin Man. I go up to this guy and I go, yo, Pin Man. They
3: were giving you love on SLY last night. He goes, number fifty eight. No, he said. I remember. Oh. He looked at Rich and he said, you're number fifty three. Oh. And Rich says, what? Fifty three. I saw. I saw you on TV the other night. He goes. He's like, yeah, you're number fifty three. You're the fifty third person that told me that. Today. And he walked away. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, what a D-bag. Which was dissed by yo, a nobody. Honestly, Danny G, he was like a smelly old guy. <laughs> so it wasn't even like a guy that you'd be like, that guy's a cool guy. I was just trying to show him a little love. He <laughs> dissed me in front of my friends. <laughs> uh, t- two more quickie. My first autograph was Bip Roberts. Which was dissed uh. by pin man. <laughs> my first autograph was Bip Roberts on the San Diego Padres. I went down to the, to the dugout, and Bip Roberts was cool enough to sign my first That's baseball. Cool. And one other story of, like, drama. The Mets never made the playoffs when I was younger. So I was in a relationship in my 20s. Or when you were older, barely. That's true. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I went to a playoff game. NLCS 06. The Mets are in the playoffs. And the girl I'm dating was like, yeah, I parked in a parking garage that closes at 10 p.m. And I said, well, you're going to have to leave your car there because we're not leaving the game. She's like, but I need my car. She left the game without me. Because I was I refused to leave a playoff game and she made me feel like I was the worst dude of all time. And it was probably one of the reasons we broke up. And I remember being like, who parks in a garage that closes at ten PM the night of a playoff game?
3: Wow.
7: Wow. Spot has a couple good ones. Real quick, Spotty. You got uh, you got two. I mean, that- the most legendary. We've we've shared it on the show before, but I gotta rehash it. Uh I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> because I participated in the most people doing the macarena,
5: hey, 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 macarena. <laughs> together hey, 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 macarena. at yankee
7: stadium <laughs> and i believe it was in 1996 so a legendary yankee stadium moment and another uh, very Did cool you get a plaque or a high five or anything I, uh, for that i didn't get anything for that i don't even, i don't remember maybe the ticket stub somewhere i don't know you got to tell the story on fox sports yeah and perhaps the coolest for me and but there's no record of this which drives me insane I did commercial production when I worked in in FM radio New York. Yeah, Spot worked for iHeart New York and did all the commercials back in the day. And I was tasked because no one wanted to do this. I was tasked to go to Yankee Stadium to record Mariano Rivera <laughs> recording some lines. It was, I believe it was like a Coke promo. Hello, pro, like Mariano Rivera. This, this is look, Yankees baseball. Yankees, uh, look. Uh, he, by the way, look under the cap. <laughs> what you know ha, of him speaking yeah he's like look under the like i had to coach him through english saying this commercial but i was sitting in the dugout at yankee stadium that with mariano one, rivera and no picture no one picture, took, and and no one pro- took it. this was this predated camera phones uh, it was like uh, i was just
5: sitting there in you awe. could be making this story up right now i could, could be i actually have photos that i took of like
3: being there, but like, there's none of me. You know, oh, you made me think of something else too, Spot. because Those I wanted to be. Stories. I wanted to be professional, and I didn't want to be that guy that's like, "Could I get a photo? of or yeah, yeah, on ball back, i and No, you're starting out. You're young. You can't do that. And we're gonna get to all the phone calls too. So Hank, tight 877, 99 on Fox Old School when fifty hits your ballpark memories. You know, Rich was talking about his playoff moments. You forgot when the Mets lost. What was that in twenty fifteen or what year it was, was It was oh six. That it was When when the when me- Carlos Beltran looked at the third strike, yo, the cameras panned. To Rich, and there was footage of him crying. That's great, yeah. not even Not exaggerating. Rich was the crying like poster boy, the the crying fan on television. And we were like, oh my God, it's Rich! Crying Matt fan. Yeah. Was that, uh,
7: How did you leave that was out? Was that of the on story? Fox? Could, could we request yeah, footage we of gotta that? We find uh, footage of that. I don't know, that.
3: because it's not
4: one of my favorite ballpark <laughs> Can we get that? You, we gotta find that <laughs> footage. We, uh, please? You know what? I will say this uh, Don for, Scott, get on During uh, an LA trip when we were living in New York, we went to a Dodgers game. And I don't know if it was you or our buddy Sammy, but let's just say a bird made an accident on one of your heads.
3: I'm pretty sure it was me, yeah.
4: yeah and was, <laughs> That's good luck. And I was like, you know, they tell you it's good luck, but we walk into Dodger Stadium. We walk out like, here it is, wow, Dodger Stadium.
9: <laughs> right on his head. Uh, Ramos, ballpark so, memories. Now, I don't know how big it is now, but when I was a kid going to games, getting foul balls was the yeah. best. Like, we oh, stood yeah. there in in warmups. In games, all we wanted was a foul ball. I think I spent all my years in baseball just trying to get that one foul ball in my mix. Kind of you know, we've well, never gotten one. We, I we, did. We, we, oh, yeah. Spot has. We've yeah. gotten to
3: home run derbies and everything. Never got a home run or yeah. a foul ball. So
9: we sat close one time. My dad said, let's go get something to eat. I said to my mom, was there." I said, sit here. We're right back. We left. Somebody hit a foul ball. I didn't know where it was. We came back. My mom said, guess what? The foul ball, it landed right on your seat. Oh! No! And sure enough, the guy next to me had a foul ball, and I went, the one time I go get food with my dad, an actual foul ball came <laughs> right so to where I sat, dude, that and I wasn't the there. That's it so was weak. horrible. I never never got a foul ball in my whole life. Man, so, no, yeah. You can picture a sad little Ramos. He's probably sad the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know what little Ramos
4: looks like because of that little picture, know. so picture that little Ramos. Sad. That's so uh, funny. Danny or Dan Byer, what yeah. do you
5: guys got? Uh, buyer first.
8: Well, John's not the only one who missed out on a foul ball. Happened to me at Fenway Park when it ricocheted off the head of a woman. I was out getting a lemonade for my wife and it hit my chair. <laughs> So that happened. Uh, not Spots not the only one who had to get uh, imaging for his radio station is I had to do it with uh, then-Brewers first baseman Richie Sexson. Try getting liners right when they're off to an 0-6 start to the season and see how that goes. See how can't happy get the, he is. Yeah, can't get the call letters right. No, I need it to be this. Um, that happened. Did I have a once-prominent uh, Major League Baseball player in his minor league years uh, hit on my sister and invite her to a game nice. later on that season? Oh, wow. She was 15 at the time. Uh, so
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: whoopsie yes and then had someone once come up in the press box to talk to uh a group of us at the station wondering about the job opening at our station uh he was curious about my position that apparently was going to be open that i didn't realize so <laughs> oh, there's to find go. out some some yeah memories at the old ballpark wow, <laughs> yeah. those are some good
3: ones by the way did you get that picture of you working at the stadium
8: of uh, me and Richie Sexton wanting to kill me. Yeah, yeah know, the there's time. no footage of that? Yeah, or? no no cameras in the locker uh. room. You
4: know, it's so cool that your sister ended up marrying Robin Young. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding.
5: <laughs> uh, Danny G, what you got? Uh, my grandmother took uh, me and my older brother to our very first Dodger game in the early 80s. It was during Fernando mania. Oh, yeah. So I got fortunate seeing Fernando as my first game. It was The seats were so high up, though. It was a hot day. It was a weekend game. And I remember her lugging her big sun umbrella up to the top. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and uh, th- that was awesome. And then we spent half our childhood in the Bay Area. So a lot of Oakland A's games were... Reggie Jackson got to see his very last game in the bigs
3: Wow! as a kid. Cool.
5: And my older brother and I started a Reggie chant at his last at-bat. The entire stadium began to ch- shout it. He hit a home run. In his very last at bat, it wow. was in the paper the next day about the whole stadium chanting his name. And that's you cool. started that, uh, yeah. And my so older cool. to this day, my older brother says I started that Reggie chair. That's awesome. By <laughs> the way,
3: uh, the Reggie documentary worth the watch. It's brand new. It's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out and uh, relive those moments. And, so, yeah, uh, Danny, I, I will say we grew up obviously
4: on the East Coast. You grew up out here on the West Coast from, but from what I hear and what I can only imagine, Fernando Valenzuela when he was in his prime, it yo. seemed like. It seemed
5: wild. That stadium was electric. The atmosphere, whenever he pitched, was
9: insane. It does. It
5: seems like I, I can't. It, even... it was like a soccer, uh, like a World Soccer Cup that's type awesome. atmosphere. Yeah, and that's I think so cool.
9: for me, being Mexican or being yeah. Latino at the time, it was extremely exciting for me. It's because. Well, talk, talk about the
4: perfect team for him to land on, right, with the big Mexican community out here right. in LA. Like, yeah. he w- that must have been electric.
9: That is it so went, cool. Uh, all we had, my whole room was posters of Fernando Valenzuela at that time. It was awesome. Still, I heard. Suzanne's like,
4: John, you have yeah. to take it down. We're the couch <laughs>
5: with cup holders.
4: Don't so
3: John- tell <laughs> <laughs> What were your observations so far with the pitch clock and baseball and some stolen bases courtesy of the bigger bags? What were your takeaways? What have you noticed? Give us a call at 877-99 on Fox. What made you say hmm? Um, already there's something that made me go hmm. I'm
4: watching the first three innings of the Mets-Marlins game. It's the bottom of the fourth right now. Mets are up 1-0. went to the dentist. I got out of the dentist about a half hour ago. And I'm like, well, I could go to Fox, but I don't want to bother Ramos. And I know
3: Gottlieb's still on. Did your dentist ask you if you were excited for the season to start?
4: Uh huh. Here oh, we go. Here we go.
3: Who's your favorite player? I would say Lindor. No, I heard that uh, Verlander's on the uh, injured list. Oh, son of a gun! Oh, yeah. I swear, I think the must be cursed. No. Uh, so I, I had to go to a
4: quick little dentist stop. It seems like it's all good. Crush your fingers. I don't think I have to get a root canal. Yes,
3: but. I'm like, oh, perfect timing. I got it at the dentist. That sucks, man, because I was totally rooting for you to get a root canal. Uh, you know what? I feel like you might have. You like? <laughs> had a phone phone. <laughs> I, I feel like you
4: were... Uh, I, I got a poster made, like, come on, Rich, get a root canal. I feel like my discomfort would probably make you happy that for some reason. That would make me laugh. So I get out of the dentist, and it's you know, like roughly 1.05 West Coast time. And I'm like, oh, the Mets start in five minutes. Cavino and the guys, I don't want to bother them at the studio yet. Maybe they're not even there. I'm going to sit in my car for a half hour. Got the MLB app. I'm watching the game. This game is moving. Observation number one, I love it. I know there's still the traditionalists that are like, "Eh, let them play at the pace they want. Yo, foul ball,
3: right back in the box. Ball one, right back in the box. Pitcher right back on the mound. But again, do you feel me a little bit about people actually paid a lot of money for the tickets? And then the game just goes so fast I, now. I felt the that people there, I'm slightly, saying
4: slightly, but right? like I'm with you
3: from home, the at-home experience, and just the overall feel and movement of the game, way cooler. Way um, better. I noticed it as well. As as Dan Byer said yesterday, if
4: you want more time at the stadium go a little early with your kids yeah. or your wifey, your buddies check That's a, out batting a, a practice great solution,
3: for real. Great grab a compromise. grab
4: a beer or a hot dog before the game and then take your time no one's saying man I really want to be at the stadium for more
3: and more time but uh, I totally agree with you rich there there was a, a significant difference on the pace of the game that that I was definitely vibing with and again we have all the games on the different TVs
4: in the studio and you could see the and it's not like a weird uncomfortable urgency it's like all right pitch on the way ball one. No checking the batting gloves 10 times. No taking off your helmet, wiping your head, stepping out of the box. Back in. Next pitch.
3: You got to love it. I love it. I do. Another observation. Again, no such thing as a wrong observation. Your takeaways, what stood out to you, what got you pumped up. Give us a call at 877-99 on Fox this opening day. You know, the Rays are playing the Tigers right now. It's middle of the eighth. The Rays are on top three. Nothing. And I specifically said the Rays, but could I have said the Devil Rays? Because they're rocking their throwback Thursday jerseys, old school Devil Rays. However, I find it interesting because they specifically changed their team name. As much as I like the old school jerseys, I do. I love them. They are now the Rays, meaning like sunbeams,
9: the sun rays. So. <laughs> You hit it right on the head, Kavina. shine? Why would you go back to put on a uniform that you didn't want? That was the whole point I of just, changing it.
5: <laughs> can't wait for the Guardians to go back yeah. to the Indians. It's put those exactly back the same. On.
3: It's exactly the same, Danny G. It doesn't really make sense. I like the jersey. Don't get it twisted. But you can't correct me if I ever say Devil Rays because they're rocking the jerseys now. And I like it. Is, is Thursday the designated day for that now?
4: Well, a lot of teams do like a special Friday deal. Like I know the Mets do blackout Fridays with the home or away black jerseys. Well, because
3: didn't the Phillies rock their throwbacks today? Phillies
4: like to rock those powder blue Mike Schmidt looking jerseys.
3: They're not wearing them today. But again, with, with the Rays specifically, they're not even the they're Devil sure. Rays anymore. You know, that's why I find <laughs> it interesting. So just an observation,
9: throwing it out there. I do think it's cool. To, to go back and throw it back. But but on opening day, I don't mind them throwing back on Thursdays, but today's opening day, this isn't day to throw back. This this is your normal uniforms, and then later on in the season or the next Thursday, when it's just like a regular day, then throw back, right? Ramos, I I agree. Yeah. Is Ramos meatloaf? Because he took uh-huh. the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Ramos, I'm thinking it's a, it is like opening day. It's like, a, it's
4: like game one of the World Series. You wear your standard, and I'm not an old school guy. I'm more of a, hey, let's keep the game progressing. But opening day... You wear the standard uniform. You have the banners, the USA flags. You got 40, 50,000 people ready to go. It's such a special day. And you know what? I didn't realize it until I woke up. I know that sounds like a weird, corny statement, but I was like, "Ah, oh, it's opening day. But the minute I looked on my phone, the minute I turned on the game and I'm, I get to work here and Fox Sports Radio, I have all the games on, there is something very special about opening day, oh, and yeah. like we said yesterday, it changes your habits, it changes your life, and I can't help but smile to see Jacob DeGrom give up four runs already <laughs> in Game One as a <laughs> Texas Ranger. I don't, I never root for injury. I always want a guy to have an illustrious career of a, no, of great health. But watching DeGrom seventy pitches in four innings, and the Phillies are rocking him, his old rival when he was on the Mets, I can't yeah. be.
9: I can't Four be smiling runs, more. Four earned runs, and he just gave up a double. A lot of pressure, Rich, on him today. Oh, oh there is. It's a, per- it's a pressure on this major league teams, you know. You know, it's funny you say that <laughs> because, you know, Rich and I,
3: we do a, a, a morning show together, a podcast on Patreon, and we were talking about pressure. And I said, you know, when I woke up this morning, I had a thought. I, I was washing my face, and I was like, yes. It was like Nudie Magazine Day. I was like, "Yes, baseball today. Something to look forward to. I got excited. Great Billy Madison reference on a the throwback Thursday." And then I said to myself, "I don't know how a kid like Anthony Volpe slept last night. He played 20 games in AAA. He I was slept, in uh, high school. He was in high school 3 years ago and he's starting shortstop for his childhood team the New York Yankees today at home. I don't know how he slept. Can't wait to watch." So I said this to Rich when we got to our other studio and Rich said, "Pressure that guy's not feeling any pressure. I'm like, how could you think he's not feeling any pressure? He's, I mean, to be a kid at that age. Well, you said it's such
4: a long season. It's a long season, 162. He knows he earned it.
3: You saw the video of him sitting down with Aaron Boone. And I think there's pressure on everybody, but it's, but especially more on players like DeGrom. When you're on a new team, when it's your first game, you know, your first that bat, Dude, there's an immense amount of pressure yeah, that we you, can't even relate but, to. But again... You know what you can relate to? If
4: you go over in your major league debut, it's not like a
3: quarterback
4: throwing three picks and losing the game. But it sets
3: the tone. It's a sigh of relief. You know, you want to have a good performance. Let me ask you this. Do you remember the first time you cracked a mic in New York City? Your heart was probably pounding through your chest. Mine was. And that's just being on the radio. Imagine stepping up to the plate, millions watching you. That's nerve wracking. So yeah, I do think there was a lot of pressure on DeGrom, but I think there was a lot of pressure on a lot of players. I do. So observations. <laughs> hey, speaking of Volpe, <laughs> and I'm not going to make it about the Yankees, but I, I do have a question
4: for you. DeGrom, how's he going to have that one point something ERA when he, I, I'm sorry.
3: I, You I, Should I root for him? I mean, no, 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 you shouldn't because <laughs> he's not on your team anymore and he wasn't one of your favorite players. Yeah. Right? You just, you liked rooting for him. I think uh, another observation is rem- remembering and, and reminding yourself on where some of these players are, you know. Not everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Degrom, Rangers." Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, you know, uh, it is a reminder know. to to see where all the new players ended up. But how about this? I have something that stood out to me. Your, your
4: Devil Rays, Rays thought though. Mm-hmm. I just got a really good look at the the uniforms. Yeah, they're Franco cool. just rounded the bases on a home run, and I got a good little look. You know when something's old enough where it looks cool because it's retro? Those were hideous jerseys when they were out.
3: Now they sort of look cool because they're they're retro, like the the different colors and the yeah. Those are the Wade Boggs unis, right? That's true. Um, speaking of uniforms, I want to know your thoughts on this. So, I mentioned Anthony Volpe. He's he's a name you're going to hear a lot about. He's the new starting shortstop for the Yankees. And I'm a Yankees fan, but it really doesn't have anything to do with the Yankees. He was rocking number 77 during spring training. So they say offensive lineman they say well remember <laughs> the yankees have retired a lot of numbers hey, right got numbers? um i'm surprised right he's th- not wearing 182. no i heard doug gottlieb saying yeah that's the crazy ego of the yankees you know everybody's numbers retired everybody's the greatest everybody's the best but he was rocking number 77 and and what they say about anthony volpe is not only is he a great young player but he has this character about him right he does everything right He's a stand-up kid. If he was say, raised the right way. If you say he does it the Yankee way, I may walk out of here on day one. Well, of, of the If you said, no, he does things the Yankee way. They have specifically said that he's been under the tutelage of Willie Randolph, who's teaching him the Yankee way. Either way, hold on. I'm giving Blah. you a backstory. Blah. He was wearing number 77. <laughs> the, the Yankee way. And... I guess he wanted number 11. Hold on, Spot.
4: When you're editing our videos, you better be doing it the Yankee way. Got to do it the Yankee way. Ramos, are you running this show? The Yankee (laughs) way fast. Danny G, if you're not producing the Yankee way, we might need to investigate something here.
3: Yankee way. (laughs) You know what? We worked for a company, Rich and I, where it was the blank way, and that way sucked. It's true, right? It is an eye-rolling expression. I give you that. Yeah. But the Yankees have a winning tradition. I was okay? like, I don't want to do it. I, I don't care. I remember
4: thinking, like, I don't want to do
3: it the ESPN way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how about you let us do it our way? You know? Isn't that why you hired us? Anyway. Anyway, yeah, this is a much better place here. Happy to be here on Fox Sports Radio. Cavino and Rich. Volpe was wearing 77. And I don't know if it was his idea or, you know, someone in the Yankee front office was like, you know, you should probably be wearing number 11. Cause all the other one through tens are retired. You're like the next guy. We're, we're putting a lot of stake into you. You should probably wear one, number eleven. Isn't so, there an eye-rolling, vomitous
4: story when Jeter was almost like anointed, like you could wear number two? They like, give wasn't the credit big to deal? Know, a... No, but
3: they give the credit <laughs> to the equipment manager. Like they just gave him number two, as the story goes. Like we know you're special, young man. <laughs> so hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. Instead of just taking number eleven, which he could have done, he called up. Brett Gardner, who wore number 11 for almost 15 years for the New York Yankees, World Series champion 2009, Brett Gardner, called him up and asked, I guess for not necessarily his permission, but his, what would you say? Blessing? His blessing, exactly, to wear... Number 11, solid move, unnecessary, lame. What do you, know you think about that? I thought it was, I thought it was, you know what this is called? They praised it. They're like, and that's why he he is who he is. He does things the right way. I thought it was very nice of him to acknowledge, because no one else acknowledged the retirement. I don't even know if he officially retired. They just never brought him back. Uh, Brett Gardner, it was nice of him to acknowledge him. You know what it's called? It's called number
4: respect. And... No one has it. So the Volpe thing was unnecessary. Brett Gardner, he's not getting his number retired. Brett no
3: Gardner gets- is a is a he's a Yankee hero, though. Even though they didn't give him his send-off the way he deserved, and that's a story in itself. Like, yo, what's going on? How can they never like acknowledge the guy? He played 14, almost 15 solid years with the Yankees and won a World Series. Brett Gardner? Brett Gardner. Brett I care more about my Gardner, Ruben. He does a great <laughs> job.
4: Uh, Gar- Let me tell you. Ramos, Danny G, you, you have to speak it's on behalf of the He started
3: center field for the Yankees. He oh, looks like so angry, too. You have
4: to you have to speak on behalf oh, of guys that. Are,
3: hey, he's one of those guys that you had to watch day in and day out. You
4: have to speak on behalf of the Dodgers for me. Because, again, my, my National League references are usually in the East. But I've seen players that you, when you know a guy's number is not going to get retired, there might be one season where they're like, yeah, let it simmer a guy could wear that number again. I remember Doc Gooden. No. I mean, who was more popular than a guy like Doc Gooden? Or number eight, Gary Carter for the 80s Mets. But when they were off the team, the next year, like, I don't know, like, Bernard Gilkey yeah, or someone was number eight. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I'm 15 saying? Like,
9: years on a team. I'm just saying, like... Oh, you know what? You're not invited to the Guardy party. The Dodgers used to have this, what we called an, the unofficial retired number. One of the was Steve Garvey. Steve yeah. Garvey wore six for the Dodgers. Nobody wore six for the Dodgers. Wait, for like didn't Steve fifth. Sachs wear six? No, no. Steve Sachs wore three. Oh, he wore six, six wore six with the Yanks. Yeah, with the Yanks. So, but now, now people wore six. People wore the number. But back for when I when Garvey left and went to the Padres for like about 10, 15 years, nobody touched yeah. the number six. It was like unofficial, official respect, right? respect, man. I, you know, it's interesting, right? Like, uh, let, let's go to football for instance. Name me
4: a quarterback. That is not a Hall of Famer, but he was clearly a franchise guy for a while. Maybe like Matt Ryan?
5: Rich Gannon.
4: Rich Gannon. Okay. Danny, great one. Rich Gannon. Now, when Rich Gannon walks away, when he walked away, you're not going to give his number to the next quarterback, but like in a year or so, like you could wear the number
3: again. You let it breathe. You let it breathe. You. So I think Volpe did the right thing. Clearly, you don't care. I think it's Brett Gardner. I, I think you made it very clear that you don't care I mean, about Brett Gardner, but he still played 15 years with the team. I care more about and Brett of... the Hitman <laughs> I reti- I, you know,
4: No one should wear pink spandex since him.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times.
10: With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Juan Gabriel. Juan Guis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota.
7: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thoodle Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Let's say what's up to Eric in Minnesota. Let's make his fun, quick, snappy stories so we can move on, but I uh, want to hear All from right. you guys. Eric, what's up?
9: Yeah, so make it quick. I got to make a clarification to Rich. It is not the twenties; It's the Twinkies.
4: The Twinkie. Okay, so yeah, my bad.
9: I no, no, I just yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, September 6th, 2002 Twins game, Friday night. Uh, I was there when they beat uh, the Oakland A's for their 20 game win streak.
4: That was, I, I actually remember some of those big, oh, those big winning streaks are memorable.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. I remember that.
4: Even when it's not your team, you're like, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert's in the high desert. What's up, Rob?
5: What's up guys? Got a quick one. Talked about those, uh, those crazy uncles. So I had a buddy, his name was Jimbo 30 years ago. His two nephews are there. We're by the bullpen. The nephews want a baseball. We were trying for four, five, six innings, and they finally told my drunk buddy Jimbo, throw us your clothes and we'll give you a ball. Well, he thought it was his whole clothes. And he stood there stark naked in front of his nephews. They threw him the ball and his clothes back, and he went to jail. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> it's a good payoff. Oh uh in Fresno, you're on with Camino and Rich. What's up, man? <laughs> hey
8: guys, I, I know it's opening day, but October first, nineteen eighty seven, uh went to the A's game uh in uh it was it was uh with my uncle and uh, Reggie Jackson's final game and I'll never forget my uncle was the one who started the Reggie chant when he pinch hit in inning. He, uh, he replaced Luis Polonia and the whole crowd everybody there was was standing and wait a my second. uncle's not with us anymore but he was the one that started that no that, no uh, my that older game. brother started that nah, yeah. wait
5: hold on this
3: is controversial I'm pretty yeah. sure no it was, it was
5: Ken and Fresno I don't, no, Danny G let's, lies let's, Danny G let's, you're let's, a liar it was get, Ken's uncle let's get my older brother on the wait, air right now are you now. He's, talk about, he's talking about well, his late uh, I uncle <laughs>
8: I think, no, it was my uncle, he, hes not alive to defend himself. So, but he was—he was the one that started. Uh,
3: uh, yeah. No, he didn't start uh, We started know. that. We, we should have a, Re- a Reggie chant-off to see know, who's lying. I Ken, know, right? Ken, I, I believe can't you. Because
5: my uncle's dead. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient! <laughs> <laughs> is Danny G Let's lying battle. Or Let's or battle. What? I'll get my older brother on the oh, horn oh, right it's now. So, dude, Thank you. your older brother
3: going be really mad about this. Yeah, Thank he you, is. Ken, <laughs> nice Ken. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> if you just joined us, uh, Danny G said he was the guy, him and his brother, were the the legends that started the Reggie chant at his last at-bat when he hit a home run. Uh, let's say hi to Tim. Tim, you're on in Texas. What's up, man?
5: Hey, what's up? I uh, love the show, guys. Real real quick, first game I ever been to uh, when I was a kid at uh, Texas Rangers. I was there for the Nolan Ryan fight against Robin Vin- Vin- Ventura. Oh, wow. And that's awesome. My my least favorite memory I, I got invited to a game. We had to go to my sister's re- recital, and it happened to be Nolan Ryan's seventh no-hitter. Oh,
4: That's ow, wow. Thanks. I hope she danced really well at the recital. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you missed Nolan Ryan's no-no. Um, you know, it's interesting, the Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura moment. I don't want to give anything away, but if you did watch the documentary Facing Nolan, there was a reason for that fight, and it's simple. Uh, not, I'm not playing spoiler. It's a 30-year-old story, but Robin Ventura, the team had made an agreement. If anyone gets hit by a pitch, you charge the mound. And it's like, even if it's Nolan Ryan? So a young Robin Ventura was just being a good teammate because that the White Sox had agreed, if you get hit, you charge the mound. That's why you see Ventura's hesitancy. He's like, I don't want to, but I'm a young, I'm a young guy, and even the veterans, like, you got to go. And so, isn't
3: it a shame, you know, Robin Ventura, stellar career, great player, most memorable for two things, getting punched in the head by an old Nolan Ryan, and his stupid Mike Piazza routine that he did during the oh, rain delay. Oh, I was going to say the Grand Slam single. <laughs> no, the rain delay when he's sliding around the bases. That is true. That's like another Piazza. one. Piazza.
4: But no, but uh, so that's the Robin Ventura side of things. He, under the pressure of the team as a younger player, whoever, if you get hit, you got to charge. And Nolan Ryan, the reason why Nolan Ryan was so aggressive, Ramos, was earlier in his career, Nolan Ryan had hit someone. And he decided to be all defensive. And got roughed up a little bit. So Nolan Ryan in his head was like, if anyone ever charges the mound again, I'm going to be the aggressor. I'm going to whoop their ass. (laughs) Oh,
3: wait a second. Danny G's
4: older brother's on the line. Oh, boy. Steve, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Steve, is it true? Were you the guy that started the Reggie chant during his last home
9: run? I have to say it is one hundred percent factual. Oh. That is the truth. Okay. All right. yes. <laughs>
3: We're gonna have to take his word for it, but uh alright, we heard some controversy, but thank you, Steve. Steve, Steve Gradio. I don't, don't know, know, I'd have to hear Steve uh, <laughs> Steve's voice to really <laughs> Gratio. Steve Gradio to hear him ch- chant it. Thank Reggie, you, Steve. Reggie, Reggie no, it's not bad. It doesn't match. Reggie.
5: Reggie, nice. That's yeah. That's exactly what started <laughs> you, it.
3: You know what? I, that does sound familiar. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Steve, for calling. Appreciate oh, you, that's man. That's cool. Danny G. Ken Dan in Fresno says otherwise.
5: Danny G, you the
4: youngest or old? That's your older brother?
3: That's my older brother. Your older brother? I'm That's the great. second oldest. You're the second Okay. That's a great story, by the way. All right, so enjoy your opening day. Thank you for hanging out. That's old school when 50 hits. And uh, I believe it's time for an update with
4: Dan Byer,
3: and then we'll get to some
4: NBA stuff. Is it stuff. Dan or Ken? Uh, hey. Dan, hey. Oh, right. hey, Dan.
8: Hi. <laughs> hey, guys. Good news. We actually have Ken in studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't believe you did that to my uncle, Danny. You know, he's dead, and you're sitting there rubbing it on his face. That was great. Oh, sorry. All good, oh. that was so great. <laughs> oh man, man. Oh. <sighs> uh, was it the it wasn't Reggie's final game in Oakland? Was it it, it was uh just the final home run? Yeah, he I think hit? it
5: was his final home run or no? Uh, I want to say it was his last game in Oakland, yeah, at home. Yes, oh man, <laughs> nobody time. was chanting anything until we started it. Then. <laughs> 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 no hey, proof, man. it's not
8: me, it's Ken, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Oh, all right, um. Uh, Let's check what's going on in HBO. Camp Baseball. Tampa
4: is like Joe Montana ruining the story of Rudy. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs>
4: oh, just come on! Having some fun. It's, uh, I love
8: it. Jeez! All right, uh, oh guys, all rise. All right, all right. You got everybody standing. Stay, we're standing. Everybody standing. That goes just to you on the track
5: at the wall. She is gone. Unbelievable. Aaron Judge in his first at bat of the year. It's a home run to dead
8: center. Yes, in a game that, again, took two hours and 33 minutes. Aaron Judge, Homer's on the Yankees radio network, and they blanked the Giants 5 to nothing. Braves were 7-2 winners against the Nats. Orioles held on for a 10-9 win. Adley Rutschman today 5-5, five for five, also walked, so got on base in all six played appearances. homer to and knocked in four for Baltimore in the win. Rays blanked the Tigers 4-0. Cubs over the Brewers 4-0, and in that game, Marcus Stroman committed the first pitch clock violation in MLB history. Yes, still got the win. Struck out eight in six innings of work in that win over Milwaukee. A game's in progress right now. So you guys were mentioning, a crazy affair between the Rangers and Phillies. Texas up 11-7 in the seventh inning. Twins trying to close out the Royals. It's 2-0 in the bottom of the ninth. Rich's Mets for that 5-3 lead on the Marlins. And the Pirates and Reds still tied up at four apiece while the Blue Jays and Cardinals right now in St. Louis 6-5 Redbirds over the Blue Jays in the sixth inning. Knicks forward Julius Randle to miss at least two weeks with a sprained ankle. Alabama's Brandon Miller entering the 2023 NBA draft. And Iowa's Caitlin Clark named the AP Women's College Basketball Player of the Year today. Guys, back to you. Thank
4: you, Dan Byer. Thank that you, Cardinals- Fresno. Thank- I mean, Dan Byer. <laughs> I, that was hilarious. By the way, that, that Cardinals lead is messing up my very nice parlay, just for the record. Um. Come on, Blue Jays, get it together. And by the way, I was just looking up John Sterling. I, You know what? I'll say this. God bless him, because him and Susie Waldman, who call the Yankees radio games, She's 76 and he's 85, like still doing it. Like he's the, still
3: doing it, but he's not going to be traveling as much with the team I'm that saying, started uh, last it's, year. it's
4: going to be, you know, whether you'd like to make fun of his calls when he does hang it up or leaves us. Yeah, but I love it's, the
3: calls that we make fun of. I love them. But, but I'm do. saying
4: there's going to come a time where the Yankees are going to have to pass the torch to a younger new guy that's going to be the voice of the Yanks. Sterling's been there forever.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, congrats <laughs> to a long and stellar career. So, guys austin reeves we're gonna talk a little nba he got some revenge on pat beverly and we're gonna talk about some revenge moments Ooh, who doesn't like revenga
8: the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world western nations like the u.s and europe
6: mexico will likely have its first female president
8: and then you have china
6: Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La bichota. Cristina Aguilera. Tina. Just to name a few.
7: We're serving the whole story.
6: From rags to riches.
7: And all the tea in between.
6: I'm Liliana Vasquez.
7: And I'm Joseph Carrillo.
6: And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2.
7: Guess who's back in a house?
8: Lakers get a big win, fun win tonight. AD was huge, and the Lakers win by double digits. Lakers are now 38
5: 38, solidify their spot for the time being in the play in.
3: That's courtesy of Lakers television from Spectrum Sportsnet. Final call, Lakers get revenge on the Bulls, 121-110. It's the progressive play of the day, finally at 500, right, Danny G? <laughs> yeah, we're we to we have a celebratory drink. Yeah. The Lakers at 500, everybody. But even uh, bigger, you know, they got a little bit
4: of revenge. I like that. I liked uh I liked Austin Reeves not being shy. I liked uh, I like when guys. It's not showboating. I like when guys it's uh, also having your team's back.
3: I like it, right? I like yeah. it and protecting your superstars. That's part of it, and a, why you why you respect it.
5: And put away those old AARP jokes that Colin Cowherd used to <laughs> talk about on the air a couple seasons ago, because the trades they made, they got young blood in there. We got some G League guys like Austin Reeves who. Let's be honest, he's been the MVP of the Lakers since the All-Star break, which is crazy to say, he's going to land a huge deal during the offseason. Bro, I
4: saw like one of those like Instagram slides where you just, you know, there's like five pictures like a slideshow type of thing, and it showed Austin Reeves' path to the NBA and it just shows that hard work and believing in yourself and not giving up because this guy was, you know, had a hard time even playing in high school and college didn't get drafted it, it just his whole path to where he is now is unlikely and it just shows you hey you never know man you know bust your
5: ass and put in the <laughs> and effort. then he was the one Laker who wanted to have fun with that after he made that shot yeah. over Pat Bev. By the way, look at Pat Bev's stat line. Zero, 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 <laughs> zero in 25 minutes. I guess he had a couple of rebounds. And so he got sunned by Austin Reeves. <laughs> <Pat Bev laughs> it was a cool moment. It was, it was a cool moment. It was so fun to watch last night. It was a big moment. So
3: if you want to share any other revenge moments, because I have a few that come to mind that I absolutely love, hit us up. You know, as we wrap up the show, 877-99 on Fox. I remember we're live from the tire rack.com studios. You know what comes to mind uh a few moments. Like I love the moments where I believe Chase Utley is is one of them. You guys will remember somebody threw at Chase Utley. High and in, he ducks a pitch, next that next pitch hits a home run. That's always the best. Uh, I remember Bautista, Joey bats. Someone threw it at him and they were going back and forth, back and forth. And he goes yard right afterwards. Those like, are those, always cool moments, Those are yeah. always the best moments. When you know the pitcher is intentionally thrown at that guy, he gets out of the way, steps back up, and hits a home run. That's always the best. I mean, the ultimate revenge is the psychopath that we know
4: named Michael Jordan. I said that kindly. The stories just continue to come out of the woodwork beyond just the last dance where. Michael Jordan would oh, would be, where he took that personally like it wouldn't even be a player sometimes i I'm hearing stories now where he was you know like golfing and he's like let's play another 18 and like
3: yeah Mike he didn't we like got losing to the security guards in that stupid game I,
4: I saw a story where it was like Mike we got to play in a couple hours I think it was like a team USA thing and he's like yeah I'm going to play another 18 and they're like, are you sure? He goes, "I pro- I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put up 45 tonight. And he does. Like, he was a
3: maniac. So, hey, whatever motivates you in those moments, yeah. I think, is 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 great. Um, A story that comes to mind for me is when Adrian Broner was fighting Marcos Maidana. And Adrian Broner gets behind Maidana and starts thrusting. Yeah, disrespecting him. him yeah. Starts disrespecting him in the middle of the ring. And then donna starts kicking his ass. And then when he had the opportunity and he was behind him, he gave it right back to him. And I All thought, right. I thought that was another great moment. There's stories
4: of revenge. What about, uh, we were kids. It was, it was a long time ago. So you might not remember mid eighties. Remember, uh, Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed. Yeah. And then, uh, Rocky, <laughs> Bal- was, was Rocky Balboa went <laughs> how, to Russia. How could I forget? On Christmas day. And got his revenge. Yeah. Remember he grew a beard when he was training in the, uh, in the snow. That's a revenge story right there. Um, By the way, as I'm watching baseball highlights, again, it's baseball opening day. So, of course, we're going to lean on baseball a little bit today. We talked about him the other day. He already hit a bomb on opening day. Not Aaron Judge. O'Neal Cruz of the Pirates. That guy, it's a shame because the way baseball is, he won't stay there eventually because... Someone will sign him for a mega deal that the Pirates can't afford. But O'Neal Cruz looks like such a fun young player to watch. And I saw a guy we grew up with. You know when you feel old. You know when we were younger, we didn't realize all the coaches used to be players. And then <laughs> when you, you were little, yeah. When you were very little, you're like, wait you a they were old guys. Like Davey Johnson used to play. You're like, yeah. We see that more than ever. I see a highlight and I'm like, wait a minute. Who's this? Who's this older black gentleman with a big white beard? I'm like Boston. Wait, is that Daryl Boston? Daryl Boston, former White Sox Met Darryl Yankee. Darryl Boston
3: had a, a nice stroke. Yeah, sweet, sweet. He had Darryl, a really sweet set. Daryl
4: Boston, Camino, has like an old man winter white beard now. Really? And he's first base coach for the White Sox.
3: Oh, I didn't know yeah. that.
4: So you'll be seeing a lot of random stuff opening day. You'll as you said, familiarize yourself with oh, that's right, that guy's on this team, that guy's there. Um what about coaching? Right? You play a team that fired you. That's uh that's a lot of the
3: stories. Where you play the team that let you go, and you have a big game. What oh, about as, like as Daniel revenge? Like Daniel Murphy. Terry Francona got that with the Red Sox as the Indians
4: manager. And if you remember when the Mets let Daniel Murphy go, what did he do? He slayed the Mets. Sometimes when you play your former team, you kill them. All right, enjoy the rest of your opening day. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at Covino on Rich. Uh, hit us up. We'll be pals, right? Arrivederci,
3: baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye.